Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live at the time from Empire's Comics Vault. Ah, ah. Hopefully this sounds good. We are your number one, supposedly, <laughs> podcast for anything allegedly comic book related, so the rumor mills say. My name is, of course, David Barry at DR Barry on varying social media platforms. I do know the placards. I know. I can't even see the image, and I know the placards aren't there. I'm so upset with myself right now. <laughs> God, producing a podcast sucks. <laughs> 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 And that was our airing of the grievances for this Festivus. Who's who's to my right? I can feel you touching me. I don't want to look. <laughs> the Luso without fear. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Was that a Portuguese thing? Luso is the Celtic tribe they come from. Oh, yeah. Cool. And way over there. Sorry, mm. what? Oh, we're dropping it like it's hot all the way to the end of the table. Man, I'll say later. Or you want to? Or you want to drop it to the swooped one? No, no, to you, to you, to me, to the, the one with the really awesome mic that's going to have all the problems because you'll hear every fidget, and I'm going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you love it. This is Amy. You can find me at ijnurobot on ring social medias and on every other week of the Dean Patrol. Yeah, but Patrol. next to me, my <laughs> other, my other comrade in arms, who's also heading up their own show. I am Manderson at Son of Mander on uh, some of the medias that I use. Uh, ooh, media, sorry, that's wrong, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, like that's it. an old, that's an old thing. That's okay. Uh, and yeah, I do have a crow, a crow. Oh yeah, you you a, get he has crow. a pet crow. Take two. I have a show called Crossover with my brother Danderson. <laughs> I have a crow called Showover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, just join Sam Crow. <laughs> what do you talk about oh, on your wait, show? Sorry. Don't make it's called crossover. Crow. We cross over things. Oh, so uh-huh. we talk about sports and comics because those are things that you don't think belong together, but trust me, they do. That's why we're doing the show. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. from like a like a you know a standpoint of some kind of uh, a standpoint. Yeah. We kind of go into why we think they go together in the first episode. So it's go like back and a, watch that. It's, it's like when you like watch a baking show and they're like, oh, chocolate and. Anchovies or orange or something like it's like a known thing, but like when I, when you say that, I'm like mm, that doesn't sound good. But they're like, oh, but you know, oh, school yeah, school on the croissant. <laughs> what it's is so fresh good. frozen? You know, yeah, exactly. Ratatouille. Anyway, uh, <laughs> j- real fast, just so you're aware, what he was saying about the the Portuguese coming from a Celtic yeah, clan, the Lusitan. Uh, the if you look at the the original like the like the Gaulish people, the, the people that all the Celtic tribes came from, mm-hmm. they were basically all forced out by Romans, and they went north, they went east, they went west, and they went south. Bad. So port, so like Portuguese, they actually come from Celtic tribes the same way Irish and Scottish do. Bingo! Oh, that's your lesson for today. That's Thanks the for watching, everyone. Oh. Have a good night. Take care. <laughs> for anything related to the Capeless Crusaders, you can go to thecapelesscrusaders.com. I don't even know which side it's on. It's it's there. It's I on it was one. Over it's my above head. one. It probably is over here. Actually, it is. It's uh, over my head. Thecapelesscrusaders.com, your hub for all things Crusader related. From there, you can find all of our social medias, our Twitch, our YouTube. Support us on Patreon. Read a blog or two. See our other shows. The website is getting overhauled. Because we are in the process. We are no longer just the Capeless Crusaders. No. We are now TCC Network, which is why we have so many freaking shows now. We have shows that have dames. We have shows that have jocks and Manderson. We have other shows. <laughs> you, you're just, that, I mean, you're, you're thin, but you don't you don't strike me as a as a like a like you're not like kicking the football, you know. But uh, preview to the next show. I'm going to talk about how I played football in high school. Dang it! Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Well, and I'm wrong. Yeah, <laughs> we're the kick.
kicker. First string bench warmer. <laughs> I was going to say, Amy, just throwing it right out there. You were the kicker. You were the kicker. I don't know. I was asking Field you a question. Yeah, you were the punter. That's fine. Yeah, it was your job to dive at the last guy. Yeah. <laughs> Only the last guy. And then we have a Steve show where he, you know, does whatever he the wants. The road whatever. show was fantastic. The road I'm show was excited to watch it. It was so much fun. Just Apparently out Spyro the... Fist, everybody in the chat is like, it is fire. So it much fire. We are lit. Fire. Fire. So... Thank you, chat, for for coming in tonight for us. By the way, we should probably talk about our sponsors before we, we talk about should. chat. Those that sponsor yeah. TCC Network, yeah. duh, duh, they are threefold. That's mm. it. Yes, first, we are in them right now. <gasps> oh yeah, we are. That's Empires, over. That's over. Steve said. Comics <laughs> Vault, our home away from home, home of comics, hot sauce, pugs, Ben, Amy on some days. Mostly Mondays. Mostly Mondays. If you like Storm Polio, come and bug Mike on Sundays. He's so cool. I love Storm Polio. We're located at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. That's the comic book store we all shop at mm -hmm. most yeah. of the time. Our other sponsors. What does that mean? I mean, I, I go to other comic book stores, but like Ben's this where is I... the this HQ. Is exactly. We worked at other comic book stores. Yes. We love other comic book stores. We, we love all comic book stores. All comic book stores. I'm not going to say matter because that makes it a political thing and that's not what we're talking no. about. Hey, <laughs> but I don't know if you've noticed, mm -hmm. if you watch the show frequently, mm -hmm. you might realize yeah. I'm mm -hmm. missing something. What do you <gasps> Besides the title cards. Beard face. Beard facet. <laughs> Scrubs reference. Yes. Scrubs reference. Uh, yes, I shaved for holiday pictures. Uh, and it was one of those things where I was trimming and I was like, cool, I'll trim. And then all of a sudden I'm like, nope, gotta nope, trim this nope, side. Gotta shave. And then just like, well, there it is. There it is. But here's this amazing thing I trimmed my beard and my face is still kind of itchy. So I use my beard balm there brush. It, it feels good. Beard balm brush. They take beeswax. They take beard balm. They take beard oil. They combine it all into a Koopa shell that Koopa, you Koopa. throw at your face as if it were Mario leading Mario Kart. That sounded really good in the headphones. I wish you guys had headphones. It's a lot of fun. I better take them off at some point because they're kind of screwing with my ears. That's echoey and creepy. But yeah, beard bomb brush. You can take that and you can rub it through long beard, short beard, stubble, whatever you have. Makes it look good, makes it feel good, soft, smell good, yarn beards. And just in time for the holidays, what? you can go to Beard Bomb Brush, use the code CAPELESS, and get 15% off your purchase. You can get a three-pack. Oh. Manderson and I split a feed... Uh, a, 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 a free pack. A free pack. A free pack of three. A free pack of free Beard Bomb Brushes. Um, <laughs> you, get, you get free shipping on the three-pack. Yeah. And mailage. Uh By the way... Bro and Ma Joe interested after that. He discount. better be. He's got a beautiful beard, but it needs a little bit of the control. Bingo. Bango. Bongo? Hey, oh, that oh. was perfect. We're on it right now. Uh, and our last sponsor, <gasps> The Critical Dice. <laughs> Critical Dice. Is it dot com? I always forget. We always Thecriticaldice.com. Yeah, if you go to use the code Capelets, you can get 15% off. You can buy yourself some dice. You can buy a dice rolling tray, which the, I think you the got. Tray Ooh. Is yes, the tray is awesome. Ooh. It is so What's it for? beautiful. Oh, so the <laughs> tray awesome. that I have, I'll show it off at our next game. But basically, it's a piece of leather that's reinforced with cardboard that you can button together in it. So it lays flat, and then you can put it together. You and make you it roll your dice tray. in it so they don't roll off the table. Then it'll make loud clunking sounds when you're doing like a live stream, and you don't want the clunking sound of the dice to be Not on the there. 20s all over the um, place. I played with it yesterday as a DM. Yeah, I I made excuses to roll dice more than I should have. It was great. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a check for. Uh, oh, the, you instantly die. You need to sneeze. <laughs> Natural twenty. <laughs> all of the germs sneeze expelled everywhere. Gross. Uh, 
Um, ooh, Red Elephant just asked about um, Brightburn, which is in. I we didn't watch the trailer for it. It's the new James Gunn like horror, like basically Superman goes bad oh, uh, thing. It looks, yeah, it looks really good. It looks. Uh, it's, it reminds me of Irredeemable, or there was another one. There's another comic book where they focused on. I don't think it's anything to do with it, but where Superman. Spyro Fist has got him. Got the uh, the ones and twos. That's the if Superman became evil, yeah, yeah. There was a there was a comic, uh, and I can't remember what it was called, but the Superman character landed in, oh, in Kansas, and the parents were, they the government basically came and killed them and took him and raised him to be a weapon. Oh, it's not Red Sun. No, it's, it's, it's basically it's like a similar, pr- uh, but in, in still happened in Kansas. Just Wait, the government got to. That's right. That that happened. The, the, it, it wasn't. It was an indie comic, but yeah, it, it, like uh, they've done it multiple okay. times. Right. So we haven't gotten a chance to watch Brightburn yet. So I apologize to everyone in chat who's talking about it. We have other stuff in the news, but before we get to the news, what's that? After we talk about our sponsors, okay. when yes, we are in a comic book store. We are. What? When we have our mic set up back again, and it sounds pretty good there because mine sounds better. When yes. we have stacks of comic books, we like to go <gasps> round the horn. Jesus. <laughs> you need to scooch up on your mic, says the chat. I project. I, I saw that. Thank you. <laughs> just, just, just bring it all the way over the edge. Just get. Oh, just the get cape? No, I don't think it's the cape. That actually sounds familiar, though, but I'm not oh. sure. You okay? <laughs> so, right there, the music is so, so hot. My bad. It's too hot. Too hot, baby. <laughs> was the, the around the horn was way too loud? Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'll make sure. I do. I don't know if I can. Wait, no. I think I can. can oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, there we go. There's a ringing in my ears. So, I can't tell. So you're while we're working, while well, you're yeah, working on I'll, that, I'll turn that down. But when we go around the horn after we blow out your eardrums, yep. we go around the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. We talk we about what comic did. books we have been reading this week. Mm-hmm. Who wants to start us off? I want Steve's to start us off. <gasps> oh, do you? Yes, yes, I do. I read. Yeah, he did. That's Finally. why I knew this. That's right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Read two different titles in the Marvel Universe. Uh, I went back and read the very first issue of Iron Man. Cool. Uh, forgive me, I didn't bring up the writer the, the, and the artist first, of that first, one. first, or like Tony Stark Iron Man? Tony Stark Iron Man. Okay. Yeah, and which was funny because I went into it expecting, oh, here's where how he got his arc reactor and all that. No, he already has it in his very first like solo. So I was like, okay, all right. Uh, he's on a uh, he's on a ship trying to stop these terrorists from taking people hostage. Um, and still a good guy at that time, the character in Winter Soldier who uh, they're interrogating, that Black Widow kicks off the rooftop and Falcon brings him back up. Forget, I forgot his name, I'm sorry. Oh, that's oh, fine, we know who you're talking no, about. Yeah, the, 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 looks shield, like the shield agent. Yeah. yeah, he has his specific name, but I, I forgot his name. Wow, now I'm blanking on it. Yeah, he was in Avengers and he's in Winter Soldier, but he's hugging Hail Hydra. He's yeah, 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 yeah. So he's in that first issue. Uh, good, he's not Hydra agent in it, but it was a basic like Iron Man saves a day. The bad guys trying to get Iron Man's technology, which they always are trying to, and failed. And Tony survives basically. Uh, but basically? I forgot his name, but he's in there. But it was it was an interesting read. I enjoyed it. Not what I thought I was walking into and expecting, but yeah. So I read the first issue of Iron Man. I forget the name. Is that what you're trying to find out? I'm trying to think of his name. <laughs> good IMDb, real quick. It's frustrating. He's in. I know he's in Winter Soldier. Because he turns bad. He was also in the the when they were in the shorts. He, him and Coulson yes. were going to get the hammer. Yes, um, that's him. Anyone guesses? Mm-hmm. Guesses? Anyone at home? I'm looking it up. Thanks, man. Are you looking it up? I'm okay. sorry. I was just actually listening to the the delay, so I'm listening to two <laughs> simultaneous conversations, and this is fantastic. Okay, so now you know where I'm at. 
Exactly. The, co- the, the chat so wants us magic. to talk about the Avenger trailer. Agent Sitwell. Thank, Thank you. you. Sitwell. Gosh. It doesn't sit well with us. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, the chat wants us to talk about the Avenger trailer. We're going to. Amy's going to watch it. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. And yeah, then. Amy hasn't watched it yet. The I other, did it on purpose for you guys. And the I other one. it was one. my idea. I'm sorry. What the other thing you read? The other thing I read, I went back to what I started back in 2016 and then fell off the wagon. I'm back on it. It's long to finish it. I went back to Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Aww. And I read two issues from where plop, I picked plop, up. Trip, trip. Where I last left off was when um, <laughs> gush gush, <laughs> flap 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 was when uh, yeah his protege yeah got stabbed in the eyes by yeah. a serial killer. I left. That's where I left off. I've continued. blind spot. Yes, blind literally. Spot. Thank you. Um, written by Charles Soule. Soule. Yeah, S O U L E. He also writes almost all of the Star Wars runs for. Uh, uh, Marvel right now so he did uh, and he just wrapped his Daredevil run mm-hmm. right? yeah which was sad because he's really good he did point out that his wrapping his Daredevil run had nothing to do with the cancellation I can't <laughs> I remember if on he's on curse words oh, or not. there was also Dan Panosian or Panosian mm-hmm. I like when you try to do the whole team Panosian I, I appreciate that um and in those stories, Daredevil is upset what's happened to Blind Spot. He's almost at that point. They make you think like he just wants to be killed. So he puts out a hit on himself to all of his... He, they don't call it Rogue's Gallery for Daredevil, yeah, but basically. all the bad guys who want him. He puts out a hit for them to try and kill him. He basically creates Nightfall on himself on purpose. Yes, yeah. and, but, he, but he's still beating everyone up when they try. And we find out that Blind... Uh, not Blind Spot. Uh, Bullseye. Mm-hmm. Bullseye is on a rooftop ready to shoot him. And this whole scene is of... Bullseye shoots the bullet, and the whole time the bullet's coming at him, Matt is thinking of all the things that led to this moment and Mm. his past and if he's ready to finally go. And we realize that, you know what? It was all part of Matt's plan. He wasn't planning on dying at all. (gasps) Gasp. So, yeah, I read the two issues there. Uh, They were numbers uh, 15 and 16 of the 2015 Daredevil run that I left off in 2016. So, happy to be be back. Happy to be back. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Should I go next? Sure, why not? Oh, yes. So, I also, <laughs> yes. uh, like you did a couple weeks ago, I caught up on Immortal Hulk, uh, 8 through 10. You want to talk about, like, horror I comics. I haven't read 10 yet. Dude. It's scary. Right? It's really? good. Dude, it's it not not scary, but it's, it's creepy. It's eerie. Okay. It's 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 basically now, so... A zombie Hulk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about yeah. this yeah. Uh, a couple times. So, Banner, during the day, he's Banner. If he dies at night, or if he doesn't die, he comes back as the Hulk. So, if he's dead, he, he resurrects the Hulk. But the Hulk has... Um, he's not the, the dumb beast. He, okay. d- he has... He doesn't have, like... Like it doesn't seem like he has like Banner's personality, but he's Banner's intellect basically. Yeah, gotcha. He's super smart, but he's his own thing. But he also still protects Banner, okay. and so it's kind of creepy because you know he'll like you know be doing the the Hulk thing like, and he shrinks back down to Banner, and he tries to steal some clothes, and someone shoots him in the stomach, and he lies there bleeding out, and then Nightfall, and all of a sudden he becomes the Hulk again. So it's the wait. Yeah, sometimes. Here's the part of the guy who shot. Yeah, exactly. It, hey, it's, Steve's guess what his secret is. What's that? He's, he's always, always dead. That's the he's secret. Always he's always dead. Yeah, he's always dead. <laughs> I yeah, love, it, I love that one. Yeah, oh. it was. It's it's had some pretty creepy moments. Uh, the the late. Uh, did you see him being dissected? Yes. Yeah, they basically they split him up into pieces and put him in jars. Yeah, and, and he's he's, still he's like alive. Yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> and and at one point, he basically it's actually very Swamp Thing esque, yeah, which yes. we'll talk. I was about. gonna yeah. say yeah, because they're doing the research on him, and he like starts smiling, and the guy's like, "Oh, you wanted us to study you because now you know it too." And then all of a sudden you see his hand floating and it snaps and it shatters the jar and his whole, all his body starts reforming. I'm like, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. It is so much fun. Also, 
Hometown hero, Ramon Villalobos. Yeah. I read Border Town number two, and, uh, two, three, and four. Yeah. And you got that sign number one. I got one. the sign number one. It's so freaking good. It's 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 going to be on our best of episode. Border Town is phenomenal. And then I also read Martian Manhunter number one. Ooh. Ooh. John it was Johns. a lot of fun. Uh, also similarly kind of kind of creepy in, in a way. Like it's going a new direction. Um, it almost kind of seems like he, when he was on Mars, he was sort of a crooked cop which is yeah. kind of the route they're going, mm-hmm. um, which I really like. And we also uh, found out how the Martians um, copulate. And yeah. Nice. I'm reading this one. Yeah. Boom, boom, I mean, boom. it's gross. Let me hear you say Not like that. Not like that. Anyway. Boom, so yeah. boom, boom. Let me hear you say Get on the mic and tell me what you read. Get on the mic, Well, last week, my brother and I talked about the Long Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so I read that for that. Uh, check out the episode. We only made it through issue seven. So check that out. And then uh, I read a, I think I finished the image comic Red. Um, how was that? It was, No, not Red. Uh, Shanghai Red. Oh, how was that? That was very good. I want to read it's that. It's so good. It's just check it out. Uh, it's very, yeah, it's great. I can't think of any other descriptors. Awesome. Fantastic. Great. Amazing. Read the book. Do it. Do read the it, book. Do it. Re- and also read The Long Halloween. Finish also, it, and then yeah, when we come back to part two, you'll be caught up. Perfect. Um, Good job. I think that's all I read. <laughs> oh, and I read, uh, you know, the reading assignment. Amy, what did you read? Hey. <gasps> so, I did the reading assignment. Let's let's start there. But I went as far back as I started on the roots of, of Swamp Thing. So I started oh, at the beginning. Sure. Extra credit. Um, yeah, that was an accident. Seventy-two. That was fantastic, and Barry got really more. excited when I started spouting about how wonderful it was and what I liked about it. And then, even though I'm not a horror comic person, uh, que bella. Que bella. And then I did the reading assignment, which was twenty uh, through twenty-seven. Mm. I I jumped in that twenty, even though technically it's twenty-one to twenty. Exactly. They talk about 27? that. How uh, we'll talk about that in the, mm-hmm. in the assignment. How um, so that was Saga of the Swamp Thing. Mm. Uh, that anatomy anatomy lesson. That's mm. probably one of the single best comic like comics I've read like as just a standalone you could just leave it there it was beautiful um and then I actually I read some um internet comics read internet I like the internet I like the internet it's very nice Krakosia um so I actually have an app called Webtoons and it has a something called Lore Olympus it's a webcomic that comes out every single Sunday and it's retelling currently the story of Persephone and Hades and it is adorable like I can't (laughs) was it gonna be amazing or no it's adorable uh it's so good Persephone is like the colors for each of them are so striking and then it takes real care and like evaluating the story and not just being like hey he trapped her in the underworld like it builds this entire outside sequence and her her deal with her mom and all these other gods and the color is beautiful and the art is beautiful and it's like one of the number one like red comics on this app nice and so i i i I loves it loves it i loves it i loves it but yeah yes I, i think i'm set all right uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're, we're gonna, gonna do. go on our next segment. Okay. I'm going to c- try to quickly tone down the sound on it. Do you want me to tell you? Because I know and it's gonna blow up. But uh, after we talk about all that, speaking of all the bright burn and stuff, I think we need to uh, talk about some news. <gasps> Let's dropped it down. Oh, I apologize if I blew out an eardrums. It sounded okay on my end, and then I realized. Uh, that it was not. <laughs> yeah. Is it okay? 
<laughs> oh boy. Oh no. I brought it down though. Is it okay when I brought it down? Yeah, when you brought it down, it was just like you crescendo. You had that crescendo. You that, yeah. You're like you're like decrescendo, decrescendo, exactly. decrescendo. Excitement, decrescendo. We're gonna, we're gonna fix that, you guys. We I promise? already fixed it, <laughs> and I'll fix it in post. You two won't even know Isn't what we're talking about. Term for the whatever the inverse of a crescendo is. I don't know what it is though. Yes. It's not a diminuendo, decrescendo. No, no uh, crescendo, decrescendo. Yeah. Yeah, and I said it right. It's just decrescendo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a right. diminuendo is. Just diminuendo is like like light and like. Yep. Anyway. We could do this all day. Spyro, we know it was loud. God. God, that was loud. My bad. I fixed and, it. Okay. Spyro, I'm, I'm listening sorry. to it simultaneously, too. So yeah, just so a- fix, Amy fix, took that hit. That was, I did it all for you. In the oh, news this week. Oh, yes. Reporting live. Uh, yeah, reporting live. Uh, <laughs> the smoking guns. Um, <laughs> smoking. I mean, smoking, smoking guns. <laughs> smoking um, guns. <laughs> so in the news this week, Black Panther nominated for awards across the board. The All latest day, one, uh, 12 Critics' Choice Awards mm-hmm. uh, and eight Grammys. How many Grammy Golden Globes? Yes. How, How many, many Golden Globes, Globes was it? Was it? Uh, f- four. Four, it was four. One being the best picture. Yeah. Yep. Um, First comic book for Golden Globes. Definitely. Yeah, and a, and a lot of people, are, of course, like, oh, it's not a drama. And it's, it's I mean, it I, I'm great. of the mindset that, that uh, we need, like, like an action adventure like category like i don't was like it not in the action adventure category because ready player one got for two which was visuals and i thought it was for action right well but like but the, for best film but I mean, best like film best is film. best action best action yeah there's best drama best comedy but okay. like there needs to be like a best like fantasy adventure like because like the, the oscars you get best film mm-hmm. and that's the everything big com- yeah, yeah. It's the all day or the day. golden globes they're more of like the party and so the way they categorize things mm-hmm. is ridiculous because the martian was put in as a comedy and yeah. While Matt Damon has some funny lines, it's not really a comedy. It's about a guy stuck on Mars. Yeah, so it could be they have a history of doing sadist. that, huh? <laughs> if you're a sadist, That's a <laughs> there you go. Point. So, so Black Panther is nominated for a ton of rewards. Oh, we're uh, so if, proud of you, Black Panther. If you see an article about it, don't read the comments. Yeah, just yeah. don't, because <laughs> no. it's just even if you disagree, even if you're like, I don't think it needs to win the awards, don't, don't, don't be racist. Just don't be racist. Yeah. Why is that such a hard concept? Why did don't that? be racist. We still need to. Oh well, wait! To the title a, says Black Panther. I know why this is nominated. <laughs> so are we going to hoist up a poll so we can get our airing of the grievances for our festivus? For the rest I, of us, yes, we'll have an airing of grievances. We will. <laughs> we what, will. Shouldn't we, when when does festivus actually take place? Ooh. In Seinfeld. Google. Yeah, Thank Google. Because I feel like that would be like the, good for like the best to worst. Do the mm-hmm. Like the best worst uh, of the year. Have the dames on. Do ever, We can all air some grievances. There's so many grievances to yeah, air. Meanwhile, so many grievances. In, in other words. In other worlds. Ooh. December 23rd. Oh, okay, there we go. Uh, Elseworlds has begun. Elseworlds mm-hmm. debuted uh, last night with Flash. Yeah? Yep. Yes. Um, Elseworlds, of course, we've got Flash as Green Arrow. Green Arrow as Flash. We've got Batwoman. We've got... Ba- uh, blah, blah, Superman in the black suit. We've got '90s Flash. Hmm. I'm not watching it, but it looks fun. We we have a quote from a friend of ours and somewhat fan of the show, Ken Mendoza, Ken. who says Ruby drunk. Rose is badass. <laughs> That's the way we do it. <laughs> badass because she plays Batwoman in mm-hmm. the in this crossover. Nice. Yet too, yet too we have that. Oh, breaking busy. news! It is cold in uh, in Seattle. Thanks, Spyro. Hi, Spyro. <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry. Uh, Black Panther, three Golden Globes, mm. best motion picture drama, best original score, and best original song. All the stars, Kendrick Lamar. Nice. Good for Kendrick Lamar. And then the gra- and then of course the, like I said, the soundtrack. Eight, yeah. eight Grammys. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be. By the way, long. he's also a Nobel Peace Prize or yeah Pulitzer. Excuse me. Pulitzer Prize winner. Yes, he Kendrick should Lamar. be. In other news, uh, besides the Elseworlds, in the other realm of DC, uh, Aquaman's doing really well in China. Apparently. Nice. It's, it's all because I hear he's all wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's Momoa. He's always wet. And I and I slightly feel, moist on all occasions. I feel like the he Chinese market. He wasn't that SNL skit too. I, I feel like the Chinese market is like always really hard to gauge because yes. it'll either be like, you know, their entire population goes and sees it and it's a huge number, or they ban it and it's <laughs> like, well. Doesn't mean it's doing bad. It just means you're not getting billions of dollars in revenue because no one's seeing it in China. So the Aquaman does nothing to anger the Chinese government. Yeah, they They're like right. they like uh, Polynesian fishmen. Yeah, they do. They like them. They like, they also like Dolph Lundgren. Did that they too? They do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's actually he's still Ivan Drago over there. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, he's, well, he's if a we're I mean, I, I, like Korea really likes. Uh, uh, who's the basketball player? The eccentric basketball player. Oh, you're oh, talking uh, about Dennis uh, Rodman. Dennis Rodman. 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 Yeah, yeah. Korea likes Dennis Rodman. North Korea China likes Dennis Rodman. Yeah, North, North Korea. North Korea. Likes Dennis Rodman. Yeah, South Korea is like mm, they're more of a Jordan guy. Mikey, they like Jordan. Mikey, they're more like a like a Pippin. We like a Pippin. We like Pippin. We like Scotty. Mm, I like Scotty Pippin. <laughs> Who does it, Scotty? <laughs> Meanwhile, if we were trying to roll out, can we talk about this next bit of news? Because it makes me so excited, I just cannot hide it. I I'm think. so excited. And I just can't hide it. I'm doing this for all the clips, you guys. You know this. Lose control and I think I like it. Uh, what was it? What was Autobots it? roll out. Roll out. Transform and roll out. Uh, uh, Bumblebee is being called the best mm-hmm. Transformers movie yet. How about that? How about that? John Cena. No, 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 no. John Cena. No, it is not John Cena that is getting all the accolades on this junction. Says you. Uh, I had two <laughs> dames, two dames that saw it. Two dames. Two, two dames that saw it. Two dames with in prizes. And then one in the, the bush. You're going to have to redact that later. Um, they saw it. And it's actually Angela Bassett has been the standout. She's in it? Yeah. Isn't she the main character? Is she, she Angela Bassett? I always see the girl. The young girl who has mm-hmm. Bumblebee. I always see her. No, that's uh, Haley Steinfeld. No, never mind. I'm getting mixed up. But Angela Bassett is oh, no, Angela one of the Transformers. The, 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 oh, she's a Transformer. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, wait, what mom? The T'Challa's mom. She's, 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 she's the... Oh, she's The one who should be Storm. She's our beautiful Storm. Yeah, I mean, she's who should have been Storm. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. So, but it is... To quote one of our pure, like straight from the ah, um, Transformer fans, yeah. and we have one in the Dames. Yeah. This is bar none her favorite Transformers movie to date, That's and she's like, "I will protect it. Like if you hurt my baby, I will, <laughs> I will murder you." I like, did hear this is like the Transformers movies that Transformers fans wanted. Like it, way it back goes the back. She said within the first couple of minutes, and this isn't spoilers. The first couple of minutes, you're getting to Generation One, so you were seeing and you're able to tell. For like when we watched it, when you still knew who well, was because he's still in the he's the Volkswagen Bug, mm-hmm. not the Camaro. Well, and, and everything looked cleaner. Like the robots looked exactly. simpler. Mm-hmm. Like the Transformers themselves looked simpler, which made because the the other ones were just so over the top oh, wow. and audacious, and you just you visually you couldn't see what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, and Antichrist says that it was Garbo. Yeah, and when they showed Bumblebee like in the trailer, I was like, oh, I can at least like I can differentiate his parts, uh, yeah. which I think is important in this. Um, in this, no, I forgot. Antic Fire is a hardcore Transformers fan too. I that like Transformers. I'm not a hardcore fan, but I love everything about it. I just haven't done a lot of into the into the depths of the reading and the things. Mm-hmm. I take it this is so. This is a prequel. Prequel. So mm-hmm. before Bumblebee met uh, Shia's character, this right. is way right. This, oh, this, this is, is when John Cena was in the military before Josh Duhamel mm-hmm. was there. No more Wikwiki. No, yeah, no more Wikwiki. No more walk, No more Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. So because, 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 the 80s, right? because they got the other Mark. Yeah, yeah. John Cena. But they got you, the other Mark. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what else Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch has to do? What? They like to stretch. They stretch. So you know what else is a stretch? That segue. segue. Yes, it is. <laughs> but it goes in perfectly into our next topic. There is a Plastic Man movie now in development at Warner Brothers. <laughs> right? I'm excited for that. They're stretching. 
<laughs> they are stretching. Uh, of course, Plastic uh, Man uh, recently re-entered the DC comic universe via Gail Simone. Uh, is that a miniseries? Is that ongoing? It's not. It's done. Miniseries. It, okay. It, no one. No one could give me a clear answer. It was fantastic. Read it. Read it. I was really Ooh. enjoying it. And Manderson, that's not the guy who who was on last season of Flash, right? That's no, someone that's else. Some, the last man. The last man. Thank yeah. you. No, 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 no plastic no. man is the one with the glasses, the yeah, swoop, and the man uh, and the elongated man. That's elongated, elongated man. man. Yeah, <laughs> that's plastic what man. I, I have no idea. The, the thing about plastic man is, is, imagine like Mr. Fantastic powers, mm-hmm. but. but not a genius, more of a criminal and goofball. Gotcha. Depending on which iteration you're reading. Okay. I have All some right. friends like that. Sometimes very serious. Yeah. Hmm? Are you talking about us? I'm sorry. Oh. No, you're okay. What's you guys that? are all geniuses. Oh, that being said. We, hey, so let's time. go down to Only one what's really a genius here. So. Let's go down to South There's America. Go to Brazil. Ah, right. yes. Uh, are, Brazil, we right. Brazil? Brazil? are we talking about Brazil? Are we talking about Brazil? Brazil, 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 yeah, we are. The what? Other, yeah, I had to throw the <laughs> exactly. He actually Thank pulled out you. Brazilian Portuguese. I pulled out the character who is the capoeira instructor from Bob's Burger, who's just like, ha, ha, Brazil. Ah, vamos dizer. Brazil. Capoeira, senhor. Oh, my gosh. Okay, keep anyway, going. So, Spider-Man trailer uh, for... Uh, <laughs> for... The movie. Tom Holland. Uh, yes, the Tom Holland one, not the the, the current one in theaters. Uh, debuted at Brazil Comic Con, and then the worldwide release was delayed. So we have not yet gotten a Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home trailer, but it did debut at uh, Brazil Comic Con, which they do. Are stoked. Which which, okay. which our home our hometown girl Miss Miss Brie Lawson was down there doing Brazil. Some- was ah, doing some, ah, some marvelous. Right, and last piece of news because we need to get going. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn, mm. yes, writer of Saga, yeah, has I signed a news. deal, an exclusive three year deal with Legendary. Uh, so, kind yes, of confusing. Legendary is coming back. <clears throat> they have finally come back. It's and so, they're, and he, they're, so they get, they don't own any of it. Uh, they, they own no like content. Like, it's, it's, they, he would still own the rights to it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Maybe they do Private Eye. Oh, that would be really. There's good. a lot of good stuff they could do, but like they're talking about Why the Last Man, but Why the Last Man is currently in development at FX. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's kind of doesn't make any sense. But there is He's rumblings. Got so much stuff. There is rumblings that Saga is in early stage of development. Mm-hmm. It would which explain I the hiatus. Do not like that idea. But it, it would explain like the hiatus. I don't want this, this to happen because Saga is so perfect. Saga mm-hmm. is so perfect, yet on a, such a grand scale that I don't think CGI or animatronics could do it justice. Agreed. That's that's it's the first gorgeous. thing I thought of when I read that because that's you guys been saying that for years now that Saga shouldn't be a show. Nope. Also, what if they didn't do a live action show with CG? It was all animated or all CG. And that might actually that might be what it needs. That might be what yeah like a TM TM yeah. Producers of what's with the studio Saga Legendary yeah Legendary. If you're watching this, wait we got ideas. I thought Legendary's been doing well. Have they been they've been doing well. Okay okay they they took a break from being in Hall H and this is from all the people oh, that I can see. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So they haven't come out and done a lot of other things. I believe aren't they on Pikachu? The yeah, they've they've produced a lot of major yeah. things, yeah, yeah. They've done some great work, so that's really exciting. Nice. Now our last also, bit of news. Thank you for my compliment on my sweater, by the way. Oh, yeah. I got to see Spider Man into the Spider Verse and Which we're not I talking about, but that I will can't. be on the Dame Patrol. It's episode. So I, it's oh but before any of that before we get to our main topic we have have one more piece of news Amy Hmm? oh yeah Amy needs to watch a certain trailer yes a certain Avengers film so Amy go ahead and cue it up whenever you're ready go ahead and start it well so can I explain this before I even start it sure so um, a while back we had the concept because I 
constantly get um, not shushed, but aggressively eye roll that. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much a lot of that sound um, when we talk about movies that I haven't seen. So tonight it was Scrooged. Um, I've seen part of Apollo 13. I have not seen all of it. Yes. Um, it's going to be worse if I say I haven't seen Schindler's List, but I can't handle it. I just literally, I literally can't handle it. Oh, well, I understand that. That's that okay. I literally, that I family can't yeah. handle it. Yeah, you're, you're aware of it. It's just too, it's too yeah, close. Yeah, I can't, I can't handle yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I understand. Um, so I did a couple of episodes where I was trying to figure out how to do it on Twitch. If you follow me on my personal Twitch, you can see clips of me watching Halloween, <laughs> which was a Steve's favorite moment. <laughs> I also watched Clerks and a couple so of them. be here today. I know, it was good. Yeah, um, Twitch making it harder and harder. I know, it's to, making it so much harder. Yeah. But so when Infinity Wars came out, I waited to watch the trailer with the guys. So we did it live on the air. Mm-hmm. And I have been withholding. This is like abstaining from insanity. This is your minor Lent. Since 5 a.m. Yeah. when this dropped into our... Uh, Friday. Friday morning. <laughs> yeah. And mind you, I have been sent so many, I need you to watch these. Mm-hmm. Antic fires, the edits. That, <laughs> Antic fires at like three of them. He goes, I don't know if you've seen this, but you need to watch these. I'm like, yeah. I can't. Can't have you watch the trailer. I yet. can't. I haven't watched the trailer. Mm. So um, you, they're going to probably do mm. a running uh, commentary mm-hmm. because I'm going to literally put this in my head. And uh, what, what the, what the, what, what is Spyro yelling at me about? Uh, what? How? Why? <laughs> With lots of exclamation points yeah. and question marks. What? How? Why? Exactly. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was well, pretty good. So yeah. So you guys can do commentary and you can it. stare at the screen. We're gonna go for science it. So uh, I got two in, two minutes and twenty five seconds of me being silent and or making mm-hmm. odd noises. Avengers four Endgame trailer. Uh, Amy was not able. Well, she we, we made her not watch. Yeah. It, so Amy. Well, actually, Anderson requested that. I yes, did he did. Yeah. For a proper Jane and scene. Go for it. Suggestion. Here she goes. Hey, brace yourself. Here she goes. So yeah, so uh, how about uh, how about them cowboys? Uh, well, yeah, they're on a streak, aren't yeah. they? They're doing pretty Are good. They? Yeah, I heard they're doing pretty good. How, yeah. how are the Vikings doing? Yeah, oh, current we, fired, we fired our coach. Don't even don't worry about it. But wait, but <laughs> did Aaron, they fired their coach. Yeah, uh, oh. but yeah, we, we fired McCarthy. But then we went, How does it always happen? We always manage to fire our coach. Well, a team always manages to fire their coach and then win the next game. Right, <laughs> really, really well. And then Aaron Rodgers, uh, Rodgers breaks the record for. She's seeing the ship in the middle of space. Ooh, oh, uh, yeah. breaks the record for Tony's most back. consecutive uh, passes, pass attempts without an interception. It's not Tony anymore. All right, is it? Oh yeah, what do we? Oh, did you, did you see the? I, I sent it to you. That was yeah. a beautiful. Still, moment. Tony. I, I didn't send you that edit, did I? Oh, where, that was so it's, good. It's this message, but it's the scene from Iron Man three where she, where Pepper puts on the helmet. Oh no! So they edit it. To, so she's putting on the helmet, and then she hears Tony's voice. Yeah, it's. Dude, it's, oh, it's oh the yeah, feels. It's, it's the yeah. feels. Now, uh, the, now the Marvel Studios thing is is snapping away. Uh, nice. Antic Fire. Did you send them the one I sent? You saw it, the Logan one. Did you not see that the Logan one? Uh, I need to show you guys where they cut that with the with the Logan the the uh, I hurt myself song. No, yeah, they cut it with the Logan track. This and they uh, oh. caps yeah. crying, and and they cut they cut out a bunch of the audio, and it's oh, mm. we're gonna have to watch we're gonna okay. have to watch that next. Banner's upset that Ant Man's missing. <laughs> Shuri and Spider Man also. Also, oh my yeah. god, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, see they didn't make they didn't show Shuri disappearing. Mm. So I'm like mm. I'm wondering if she's Ronan like underground, like working on like her own Black Panther mm-hmm. gear oh. to like to like do her brothers. And by uh, the way, memory Clint, his family. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're they're all gone. Yeah, they better be dead. They're dead. They're, or, I mean, why else would he be doing that? Mm-hmm. I mean, are they better? We don't you know we don't want them. We, to be, yeah, we think. So. I mean, I feel like if just one of my family members was gone and I had that kind of skill set I'd probably like, I would also yeah. go to an Asian country and start attacking just Yakuza slicing people up that seems like he's fighting it does yeah yeah we got the logo and the official title yes 
The commanders are giving us the play Stay by there. post credit scene, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what is the post what? It's Ant-Man. Uh, Ant-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. met you in Germany? Germany? We met I got Germany. real big. That's me. Ant-Man, you remember Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> you buzzed me in? I love the, I love the meme of where it shows Captain Marvel and it shows Ant Man side by side. Who you thought's gonna save the universe? Who really is gonna save the universe? Okay. Okay. No, I'm doing good. It was the I think the so so first off I was like Tony talking to Pepper. I'm like, why are you alone drifting in space? Mm. Okay, so that didn't make any sense to me, but I get, mm. I know it well because he's stubborn and be like, go away, Nebula. I don't need you. Ugh. Or this could be somewhere else in the movie. You don't know if it's the beginning. <sighs> Perhaps. That's but then, but then I'm also mm-hmm. running up against the. Um, what happened to the beard? Did that was that part of the snap? Fifty percent of his facial hair. Fifty percent of his facial hair. He's like, oh, I guess Bob is also. He dropped the undercover look. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, yeah, because you you said he's got like the the Winter Soldier gear back, so I think yeah, it's almost kind of like him stepping out of the shadows. Yeah, include shaving. Mm-hmm. Hair still is still like not as long, but still kind of longer than it's been it's, before. It's, it's yeah, longer. It's longer. Yeah. Um, seeing the hook guy do his hook guy do that his look, thing. His the look. Face. He looks. He looks fantastic. He looks sad. He's distraught. He's. Yeah. Well, you know how many how many were in his in his brood, mm-hmm. which means half of his brood is gone. Mm-hmm. At least, if At not least, all, if not all. yeah, it could be all of them. Um, so it was it was unexpected. The holy trinity of chorale music started to become off putting right there at the end, and then freaking Paul Red. His old video. Paul, Paul Red. No, this is, this is the front door. Paul, Paul Red. <laughs> so time loops. Everybody good. And I did yell Kunu when Kunu. I saw that. I yelled Kunu. And there were uh, some comments. Are you from London? <laughs> People. Oh my gosh! It was it was fantastic. Some people it made was, some comments mm-hmm. about, and I brought this up during Sunday coffee with my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. uh, about how Tony has been in a cave and he's been able to get himself out of it. Mm-hmm. He's been in a garage in part three and rebuilt his suit. But there's like other factors here. One, he's in space. Mm-hmm. He's running out of food. No, mm-hmm. well, he doesn't know how to do. Air. He's drifting. He's not he's even drifting. That was that was the biggest thing when he said, "I'm drifting in space," and I was just like, "Okay, so this is as there is." Essentially, for him, he has exhausted all of his 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 resources. There is no other way to do this, and, and you don't know if he's if he's even technically talking to Pepper. Like, I don't even want to get down that that pipe, like that little you know, boop boop boop. And take into consideration the thing he's been trying to stop for the past six years succeeded, happened. He yeah. failed. It happened. It happened. Yeah. And the he's closest not there. thing he's yeah. had to a son, a protege. Oh yeah. The, when he said. And Spider-Man: Homecoming. When he said, "What happens? Something happens to you. That's He's on dead. me. That's on me, and I can't have that. <sighs> it just happened." Well, also, so you Tony's to, defeated. Well, you also have to think too that he doesn't know about anybody on Earth. Yeah, he All know he knows there. is he. So he doesn't know if. Him and Cap finally had that makeup, or all of his. He's bearing all of the the regret of being alone in space in a vacuum, Mm -hmm. essentially. So he is either one going to come back completely tortured and Mm -hmm. and in disbelief, or he's going to go into hermit. That scene makes perfect sense. Which would work great because there was a comic book that they did, which was 1792, where everybody was in the Wild West and it was the Avengers, and he Mm -hmm. was the town mechanic, but he was drunk. Mm. Oh, he's the blacksmith. That makes sense. Oh, it was so good. Anyway, anyway, uh, approved. Yeah, yeah. Now I. Can watch all the other cuts. Yeah, also, cut. that was really hilarious. Right at the end, the Logan one. Gotta watch the Logan one. <laughs> <sighs> it's 
<laughs> you buzz me in. <laughs> you buzz me. Hey, hey, you buzz me in. We're from Germany. <laughs> Scott Lang. Remember the airport? Ant-Man. 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 You remember Ant-Man? Ant-Man. Is this old, is this old <laughs> footage? <laughs> like the disbelief on uh, disbelief on his face. Is this old footage? He's like. It was very. It was very. Uh, Steve's like. Are we sure we want to do this? <laughs> Scott's excited and annoyed at the same time. They can't get any. Can buzz me. Remember, huh? Buzz me in. Avengers. <laughs> All right. So All thank right. you. Thank you. I am now. Boom. There. Welcome. It is. It has been done. There it is. On to our main topic. Here we go. For the evening. So we just set some set some uh, background. That's my we, that's my green foliage. We've been so. doing uh, reading assignments again here for a while. We had, we'd stopped for a little bit. So what happened? What happened? What happened was what happened. We were doing reading assignments all the time. Uh, and we would let a you know, different person pick each time. And uh, so the last one before we stopped that I picked was Alan Moore's Saga of the Swamp Thing, Volume 1. And I don't know what everyone's excuses were. It was, you know. I wasn't there. I have the you, you two weren't there. He's we the only are, one who was there. Purged. I mean, I'd read it and you're like, hey, you should come on the show. I'm like, I'll be there. And then it never then happened. happened. It's, that, that was the second time we tried to do the reading assignment. That's the worst part. Mm-hmm. We, we had tried to do it before. Uh, and it's not because it's not good, because clearly it's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. It would, yeah. <laughs> um, so, our reading assignment, picked by me, Saga of the Swamp Thing, Volume 1. So, right out the gate, this book was written in the 80s. Uh, 1982, I believe, to be exact. The original run started in the early 70s. So Swamp Thing originally was created as part of a horror magazine uh, where it basically told the story about a, a Victorian scientist who was betrayed by his friend uh, and came back as a swamp creature to get his revenge. Uh, that's what Len Wein and Bernie Wrightson pitched it as to DC editors at the time. Uh, they then brought, wanted to bring it back, uh, but Bernie and Len did not want to keep telling that story because they loved that story, thought it was perfect. And they basically came up with the idea, well, let's take that concept but flash it forward. Let's you know do a modern scientist doing modern work and create the Swamp Thing. So we had the original run of Swamp Thing, Len Wein, Bernie Wrightson, who both uh, unfortunately passed away in the last couple of years. Uh, after they had done uh, a run there... Um, Part of it actually coincided with the Swamp Thing movie that uh, Wes Anderson did. Uh, Wes Anderson did that, and they basically came back to DC, and they're like, hey, we should do another Swamp Thing run. This is after Len Wein had gone to Marvel and you know created Wolverine and all these other things. He was doing pretty good for himself. Uh, and so they came back, and they did a, another small run of Swamp Thing. Uh, and then it got to a point where Bernie Wrightson no longer was committed to it. And once Bernie Wrightson was gone, Len Wein kind of drifted off as well. So he tried to find a replacement. So he got um, the artist at the time, Tom Yates. Uh, he got his two assistants um, to take over as artists. And they're both very talented. Uh, and then he could not find uh, an, um, uh, an American writer to take over the story. So he went across the pond and found a young upstart wizard man. Hello. Named Alan Moore. I'm a wizard. Uh, who had written 2000 AD, uh, and he'd written uh, Berserker, I believe, was another one he'd written. He also uh, loved old the old American comics. Yes. I love old American comics. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Alan Moore's in the room, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, channeling, uh, what's his name from the uh, last podcast on the left? Oh, yeah. <laughs> where he just like, comes <laughs> in, he's just like, ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, so that basically that that sets up Saga of the Swamp Thing Volume One, which is actually issue twenty through twenty seven of uh, Swamp Thing. So the first one, the first issue, was called Loose Ends, uh, both figuratively and literally, because Alan Moore now had to 
yeah, he had to bridge the gap. He had to tie up the loose ends of the previous writer. Literally uh, just loose ends. And then in the comic, there were loose ends from the previous story. Most of the mysticism was solved. Yes. And uh, like you, you had mentioned earlier, that originally mm-hmm. in the original like trades and stuff, you only got 21 through 27. They did not include loose ends. Loose ends mm-hmm. was not considered part of the story because the story actually started on, on issue 21. But issue 20 set up everything it, it wrapped up where some characters had gone where some characters were going and introduced us to this new world that alan moore was creating very well <sighs> good job that was nice there he is there's a, there's a i picked this book the swamp thing is one of my favorite comic book characters ever. if you can't tell can i what gave me away i don't know you're a, oh, the oh, hair oh, 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 the oh. hair thanks for introducing me to swamp thing again you're welcome you're welcome. And uh, Alan Moore is one of the most prolific comic writers in history. He went off the deep end and he's done some weird stuff. That I am. But he's phenomenal. As a horror writer, he's second to none. And Swamp Thing was just a beautiful uh, retelling uh, of Bernie Wrightson and Len Wein's story into the modern era. So mm-hmm. let's begin right there. What did you guys think? Did you like it? Yes. Oh, well, how, how about we? Do we want to talk to the side of the table that's? Do we want to talk to the side of the table that's not horror people? Yeah, Hi. Hey. Because we know a horror man would like this yeah, book. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy, do you want to go first? Shunned. Shunned. Well. Code of silence. I thought it was great. Uh, David, I don't remember how you convinced me to read this three years ago or something like that. He threw you in the locker and said, read this now. Yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) Read this, nerd, or I'm not letting you out. He did not let me out until I finished the entire... (laughs) Took a while. All the trays. All six volumes. He did, thankfully, occasionally a few French fries and like a... That was a puddle. Yeah. Um, But I remember I started reading it, and I think the first couple pages, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a little rough. It's not what I'm used to. Um, But once I got into the rhythm, um, and then reading it again now, I just remember like, oh, man, this one... This issue was so good. Oh man, this issue was so good. Oh man, this issue was so good. <laughs> and it's like, where's the bad stuff? And in volume one, there's not really there anything any bad. bad. Yeah. Um, everything is it's phenomenally written. Um, there's a lot of really creative ways of um, setting up pages and kind of doing this mirror, like kind of mirroring pages um, that would be facing each other um, that I thought were fantastic. The, the art style, like it feels like it's 70s and 80s art style, but mm-hmm. that's not necessarily at all a bad thing. Um, I like the, like the, you get super good detail up close and you kind of get this, um, not obscured, but it's not as detailed as you get far away. And so uh, to me, it opened up like your ability to fill in the gaps with your own imagination, especially in a horror, horror style horror. book. Um, there's a lot of stuff like, okay, I'm going to fill that in with something super creepy. And so it was great. We've all kind of alluded to that the anatomy lesson issue 21 was mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amy. Definitely. I'm going to try not to lean into the mic because my mic can actually pick me up without leaning. And you can see me over it if I talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. All you're going to see is a big that. Anyway. What? I, yeah. hey. It was it was an amazing read. Um, I am not one for horror comic books right off the bat. <laughs> uh, the art styling remind me very much of Sandman, the, like the original startup. Nice. Um, it wasn't 
too much, but it still maintained because I had gone back and as I said, I had read the roots of Swamp Thing. So I started at the beginning, which gave these overtones of like, it should be a radio play. It was mm -hmm. spooky and it, it, it mirrored this great dynamic that I could hear the radio players in my head. And in reading this, like I said, Anatomy Lesson, which is issue 21, is stunning. It is just creepy enough. It, it, it balances right on that edge of of not when we had to talk about if you watch me watch Halloween and we have to talk about what is horror horror is supposed to cre increase your level of anxiety mm -hmm. increase your levels of suspense and this does it in such a minor way that it retains your, your, the hooks in you so when you're reading volume one you feel comfortable also one of my favorite people actually ends up you know right towards the end of volume one you know he's click, click. Gone, gone. I'm the son of man. Of the old man right now. No, not the old man. Not the uh, old no, man. Not the twenty-one. Anatomy. The yeah. Anatomy, sorry. Yeah. When he's bang pounding on the glass with yeah. his wrinkled hands. Um, I wonder if there'll be blood. Mm, it's blood, blood that doesn't matter. It's the dying. Who's who's the who's the person at the end? At uh, the very end of volume one. Yeah. Etrigan. Oh, oh, okay. I really like Etrigan. If you you can't see my stack under Hilda, but I have Roots of the Swamp thing, and I have Etrigan, <laughs> and then I have Adventure Time. I'm sorry. So it happened. Um, but this spoke to me in such a very unique way that I felt naturally compelled. I was literally just, I could zoom straight through it and I retained everything. The writing was, I think I said this, I mentioned this to you guys earlier. I was like, why did the wizard go crazy? This is so good. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, it's- uh, You know, it gets boring being normal. It's stunning because it goes from just, um, from Swamp Thing, Alec Holland, just being sad to he's, poetic he's like hamlet and he's it's this search for hamlet consciousness with himself yes mm -hmm. and it's so insanely good and then we get abby on top of it and there's so many great and we could talk about woodrow or woodrow yeah it's woodrow mm -hmm. woodrow 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 yeah. which is woo, the floronic man there it is which was a plant master it was it was really awkward and then i agree with you we were having to talk about the family in the house there's all of these sequences and panels and the storyline moves so stinking smoothly and it maintains itself so well that you will not get lost. Even if you're not one for words or you're like these and thousand those, they're not in there. It turns into this just great exploration of a of consciousness oh, and of self like and it's so fantastic this is these these are the people i needed on this freaking show <laughs> three years ago oh four oh, years ago oh, I, I mean, you now because you you actually read it this time <laughs> also antics is dang i'm gonna have to reread this yeah you're yeah, gonna have you to reread this run it, it, oh, it's it it's seems, meaty. what you think it's it's like it's like a it's like a i'm not a drinker but i equate it to like a fine aged alcohol of mm -hmm. some kind it's like when you flip through, when you flip through my copy of it, and you just you smell the pages, and they're just—it's unctuous. Oh, unctuous is such a good word to I describe know. it, and it's, the story itself. Googling is it, so much to just—it's it's meaty. Oh, it's unctuous and meaty. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, and also you're talking about somebody who I love words, and I love books, and I love writers, and finding something which we had this talk about Alan Moore prior because it was one of the very first episodes I ever did with you guys mm -hmm. was. <laughs> Writer no when, more. When he retired. When he retired. But he still hasn't going, actually retired. But going back I and being able to man. see this and see something that was so meticulously cared for and developed and that has withstood, even with his cray cray, mm. that has withstood and is so honest to a character that it, I think Len Wein would be proud. So when, when, when Len Wein called Alan Moore 
um, to offer him the job, uh, Alan Moore actually hung up on him. I didn't because he, he thought it was a joke. He thought it was a joke. And then Len Wein had to explain for like 15 minutes how he was actually Len Wein and he actually wanted him to write it. And Alan Moore said, okay, cool. Let me give me a couple days to think about it. And he called him back and he said, cool, I will do it, but I want to make changes to your character. I want Which to do exact- this then. Which I don't like how you have it now. Mm-hmm. I want to do it myself. That's <laughs> why 21 is... So mm-hmm. reading 20 gives you the opportunity to be like, okay, what's happening? Mm-hmm. But it sets everything up for 21. And it's why when Manderson's like, where does it start? It's like 20. Starts at issue 20. That original origin you had of him? <laughs> it was. Because it, it didn't change. The, the, the beautiful thing is they didn't change like on, on its surface. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. They basically just went deeper mm-hmm. into it. They went underneath the fleshy green skin. You mean the they went below the, the, below the topsoil? Below the topsoil. We're going to try to not make a lot of plant references. I can't tonight. help it. I am all about that I green. I wanted to cultivate the character. There you go. <laughs> Steve, as a, as a, now you're the horror guy. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm necessarily yeah, a you big think? horror guy, but I obviously love horror comics. Before this, yes, all I knew of Swamp Thing was the way he looks, uh, certain essence of him, and his little appearances that I saw in the latest run of Constantine. Mm. I think there was something where him and Batman recently mm-hmm. um, helped yeah. each other out. Something with Gotham yeah, that yeah. Swamp Thing had to help out. That's I knew very little about the guy. I knew his name because of you. I knew who Alec Holland was because of that. Um, it's not like you plays him on D and D or anything. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> Read reading this. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Swamp Thing is deeper than I ever thought he was. I knew there was an environmental aspect because to him. Because them roots. Because <laughs> because the roots are into the soil there. <laughs> no. Um, now, now you're kind of getting you're kind of getting into your your uh, your Christian Bale <laughs> together. We must work together. Yeah, <laughs> um, Let's not go that route. So the the personal aspect of of Swamp Thing, the deeper psyche, the emotional aspect mm-hmm. of it, something I knew nothing about, was so well done in this. The horror aspect, as you're referring to, is right there. The anxiousness, mm-hmm. the slow build, mm-hmm. the you're reaching this certain point. Where is this going? The monkey king. The monkey, the monkey king. king. Seriously. <sighs> yes. Oh. Let, me, let me kiss your hand. Yeah. master. I thought of that horrible Super Bowl commercial. I think it was Doritos or Pepsi, where it's monkey baby. Puppy. Mo- <laughs> it's puppy monkey baby. Puppy. Yeah. That's what I thought of. I'm like, I yeah. Had it is that like an idea from? Did they read Swamp Thing? Is puppy that what this? Puppy monkey baby. Just made up dancing instead of killing yeah um so well done uh alan moore the crazy wizard that he is continues to show why for me as reading Mm -hmm. it why he's so great at what he does what he did uh i read you know watchmen um killing joke and now this it's a fantastic story amazing it's so in-depth the great build to it great horror story Thank you, David Barry. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the themes. Because mm-hmm. obviously the big theme throughout the entire... Uh, it's, it, it goes on throughout the majority of the, the volumes. But this this one, especially with the anatomy lesson, focuses on this idea of of humanity. Mm-hmm. And because and, Alec Holland, his whole thing... Uh, for those of you who don't know, the original story Spoilers. behind the Swamp Thing... Spoilers from the 80s and 70s. Uh, he is um, he's a scientist working on what is called a bio-restorative formula. It's basically for bringing back dead crops. He's working on it with his wife. Um, and, of Linda. course, secret organizations, thank you, mm-hmm. uh, want to be... Uh, All up in that. Haves in it. What? They wants to be haves in it. That never happens. Uh, so they threaten him when he doesn't respond well. They 
plant a bomb in his laboratory. Dynamite. Nice guys. Uh, great guys. So basically what happens is he, Alec Holland gets blown up and he also gets covered in the biorestorative formula, like dives into the swamp. Uh, disappears into the muck, comes out as the swamp thing. <laughs> so, uh, for the first 20 or so issues, he's basically like, okay, cool. I'm now covered in this. I am now transformed by this. I need to figure out how to get back. Mm-hmm. And that's like, cool, I'm going to get back. I'm going to be a human, but I'm going to have to fight some bad guys. I'm going to have to, you know, beat this weird, chaotic wizard character who <laughs> has weird feelings <laughs> for <laughs> his family. Um, Not and, cool like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically Alan Moore kind of takes that and he turns it on his head because that search for his humanity continues mm-hmm. um, and it's actually it's going to be really uh, a good par- a good part in our episode on um, can heroes exist without villains mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I actually saved this panel where Swamp Thing actually searches this is in the issue 20 he searches through the wreckage and he finds Anton Arcane who is the bad guy the main bad guy oh, um, from the yeah from the beginning of the story uh, and he picks him up and he's looking for him and he says so it's true you're dead you're really dead uh, I don't think I realized before how important you were to my life I don't think I really understood before this moment because uh, basically what he's coming to terms with is does like without this antithesis without why, the kaboom yeah why does he exist uh, and he says, you were, the, you were my opposite. I had my humanity taken from me. I've been trying to claw it back. You started out human and threw it all away. You did it deliberately. We defined each other, didn't we? By understanding you, I came that much closer to understanding myself. And now you're dead. You're really dead. And what am I going to do now? Because it's like this fight against Arcane basically gave him a purpose and a, a goal. Like He basically saw through this quest through this hero's mission he could redeem himself and regain his humanity and people would accept him that was the other one always the acceptance because everyone sees him as a monster um which ends up being again a theme that runs throughout alan moore's run and everyone even now subsequent yeah who subsequently takes it over when brian kavon took it over Mm -hmm. when uh grant morrison and young mark millar took it over when uh friend of the show follows us on twitter uh scott snyder uh, when he took it over, like it's always been about that that humanity aspect. Um, even when it was something that he could like transform back and forth between a human and Swamp Thing, like I can do in our D and D campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> even then, it, or when he couldn't transform, it became like such a huge part of his character was that search for his humanity. Agreed. I like it. So that uh, in in stories that use characters to to discover what it means to be human um those are for some reason stories i'm really drawn to it's why i love star trek so much because spock and data um in in the original series the next generation um spend so much time either a in spock's case running away from his humanity and having bones and kirk help him redefine that and data trying to discover his humanity um this comes at it from a different angle it's a little bit of a darker angle and so there's not as much um maybe joy in it as there is in Star Trek, but it drew me, that's what draws me back to it. And every time I see anything with Swamp Thing in it, I just, I'm gonna pick that up. I don't care if it's something I normally read, I'm going to pick it up. Um, because I know there's gonna be that that little kernel of like, oh yeah, that is part of what it means to be human. And even though um, this might be a shocker to you guys, because you probably think I'm a Vulcan, with how well I emotionally react to things, but I actually am a human, um, and it helps me to no, not true. Can, no? no, okay, I don't right. believe it. Yeah. It it helps mm. me to um, Go remove your fake skin, like yeah. Woodrow. Yeah. Okay, not that bad. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> um, it it 
it helps me continue to like to dive in what it what it means to be for myself to be human and exist in this world and interact with people and um even though the things I may already know, but just like rediscover different angles and kernels of that. And I think that's important in, in this story and in any storytelling that we can do that. That was really good. That was lovely. Thanks. Yeah. Man, and I, just because I told you to read a comic. <laughs> Comics change lives. Yeah, they do. Oh, actually, read them. Read them to yeah, your kids. Bill they're not dumb. Read them. Yeah. yeah, they're great. Who is it said they were done recently? Bill Maher. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, and that guy. That guy. New rule. Bill Maher should shut up. That's a shout out to your show. Good one. <laughs> so if we're talking about the search and the continued search for humanity, I think some of the panels that struck me the most were probably in 23, 22, 23. We've gone back to the bayou at this point. And wait, wait, wait. Did you see the bayou? If you can do it far back, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, I can't wait. That was actually really nice. Good job, oh, yeah. buddy. We can handle that one. I can handle that one. Are, okay. are, you, are you referring to when he is rooted? Yeah. Yes, yes, and he has put down roots. Yeah, and he's filling up with water. And it's roots, and mm. so we've got uh, Dr. Woodrue, who's back there, but Abby or Abigail, mm. who's Miss uh, Mrs. Abigail Cable at this junction, mm. and Matt come back, and she finds him, and she's freaking out, but he's going through essentially his metamorphosis beneath the ground, and he's come. We find out that it's worms, and he's picked up Linda, who is his wife. It's the memory of his wife, and he's running with her, and then he comes to his bones, mm. and these literal worms. His little worms go. He said, he said, eat up. We left you the best part. <laughs> the and he goes, worms. and he goes, what is he? He's like, there's nothing here. He goes, no, we left you the best part. We left you your humanity. And he picks up the bones and then is the picnic table. And he sets her Linda down and he goes, sorry, I can't carry you both. And that was the biggest moment for me that stuck in, a, in, in a panel of not just seeing him carry his bones away, but he was choosing his humanity over a grudge, which was looking at the, the opportunity for the revenge, the, the longing, all of these things, all of these horrible emotions, which could have easily turned him into a villain. Right. They didn't. He chose to find his humanity and to retain it even while he's trying to, you know, uproot. Yes. And tubers, so many tubers. Yeah, the tubers were. That's that's Alan Morgan, you know. Little, that's weird. Yeah. What I want to do is just push it a little more. Yams, yams in there. Uh, Aryan worms. So, the Aryan worms are such a good panel. Um, we're trying to not spoil a lot of this because the story is so wonderful that we so good, want yeah. we want you. We, uh, ha- we have to at least talk about the anatomy lesson, though. Yeah, we can talk hands down. That is for me as a single awesome. comic, as a single issue. As you could leave that as the story if you didn't want to read anything else about Swamp Thing. It is horror. It is. A, it feels like a one shot, but it feels complete. It's so well written. It does a full circle. It builds and pulls this. It puts its hooks into you in such a great way that you can't never let it go yep uh so the anatomy lesson issue 21 uh starts after the conclusion obviously uh issue 20 at the at the 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 culmination of issue 20 um swamp thing is captured by uh the uh sutherland company Mm -hmm. um who acts as if they were military who came to capture the swamp monster uh in this louisiana bayou uh, and because at this point, Swamp Thing. It's all about national security. Oh, okay. Mm. Exactly. That, that's actually one of my favorite points where he's just like, you can say, just say it's for national security and no one will care what you're doing, you know, where you're going, who you're killing. And it's it's true. Like, when they're unloading the, the lights and the guy's like, oh, national security, 
you boys need a hand? Like, it's <laughs> totally cool with it because you're like national security. Uh, so they they capture uh, Swamp Thing because at this point Swamp Thing still thinks he's a human covered in muck, and when they fill him, riddle him with bullets, he, 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 he goes dies. down because yeah. he thinks he should die, uh, and that's that's the thing. He thinks he should die because mm-hmm. what we learn in the anatomy lesson, oh. yes, mm. is Swamp Thing is shot up and then put on ice, taken to the Sutherland uh, organization uh, to be researched by none other than Jason Woodrow. Uh, Dr. Jason Woodrow was kind of a... Cooking up man. Yeah, and kind of a lame, like, D-list villain. He wasn't, accordingly, I had never heard of him prior to this, and he he comes out after the anatomy lesson. He comes to be like a straight up baller. Shoot, he's like a villain for villains. Originally, he was just the plant master and he was like this lame hero that the Justice League, they even mentioned it when when he goes crazy. The Justice League is like, we beat him every time and now he's suddenly like ultra powerful. We'll we'll talk about that. But uh, Jason Woodrow is brought in because he has this connection. He's the Floronic man. He has been mutated and he is part vegetation, part human. So, and he's a botanist. So why he would be the perfect thing to examine what we think is again, a part human vegetable hybrid. Uh, that is the swamp thing. And what he comes to discover through his uh, insane ramblings and torturous studying is that in fact, swamp thing is not a man combined with vegetation. He is, in fact, just vegetation mm-hmm. that thinks it's a man. Which was, like, the kicker. Also, <sighs> the, that he brought... And you're like, wait, wait, yeah, wait, you're wait. Welcome for no. that one, that. You're oh. like, no. You're like, wait a minute. Doctor, Dr. Barry, this can't be possible. Yeah. And he goes, oh, no, no. We dug up the wife yeah. to make sure because we thought, hey, the chemicals got on her, too. It was saturated with her, too. We can't be this crazy, She can must we? be a swamp person, too. She must be at this point, right? Nay. Because what they basically find, and this is, again, this is one of those things, this is the beautiful thing that Alan Moore does, is he takes a detail, a detail about the bio-restorative formula. Because at this point, we're like, oh, yeah, he gets covered in the bio-restorative formula, and then it gets burned, and he goes into the swamp, and cool, the vegetation mixes takes with it. over, yeah. But if you just go a little bit deeper into the science, quote-unquote, of what Len Wein wrote, the bio-restorative formula works on vegetation, Only. not on humans. Mm-hmm. Only, Only vegetation. On vegetation. It's meant to bring back... Um, meant to bring back vegetables and this is actually a panel where uh woodrew it's where he does like his weird shower to like remove his his he, flexi skin yeah he's all he, he's, he's vegetation but he sprays himself with like this fake skin but he says um the bio-restorative formula had turned holland into a plant except that it couldn't have it didn't work on human tissue mm-hmm. and basically that fact is what alan moore takes and he says okay now we're going somewhere if it can't affect human flesh why is Alec Holland, the Swamp Thing. And then this beautiful, beautiful little story about planarian worms. Mm-hmm. What, pray tell, are planarian worms? Brace yourself. It's going to get serious. Here we all. Science. So Science. They, uh, Woodrow talks about this study where these worms, these planarian worms, they would teach them how to navigate a maze. They and taught one. One. They would taught one, one to how navigate to navigate a maze. And once it was done, they would chop it up and they'd feed it to other uneducated worms. On those purpose. Worms. That could not run the maze. Yes, they could not, and they didn't teach them. They fed them the pieces of the other worm. Voila. They could now navigate through the maze. 
So basically, it was this idea of intelligence and consciousness being passed on through food stuff. Which and then he starts talking Woodrow about... Woodrow tries to bring up cannibalism. Yeah, he's and, like cannibalism of like and, the chiefs and like the high men. And Sunderland's like, I don't want to talk about this cannibalism, yeah. dude. I don't care. Chew on that one you there then. You failed yeah. me. Yeah. You have failed me for the last time. Yeah, Sutherland's like, I, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to know the science behind this. Like, quit, quit talking about this. I'll pay someone else to do this research now because you have figured out the the, the, basis the, of the it. thing, the, the, the secret. Uh, and one of my favorite scenes is when Woodrow is actually doing the the anatomy. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing the, um, why can't I remember the word when you cut open a body? Autopsy. Thank you. Autopsy of the swamp thing. And he pulls out his organs and he's like, yes, these things are lungs, but they don't actually, they don't function. Yeah. They look like like lungs lungs, because he thought he had to have lungs. And he has a brain that doesn't have any synapse gaps. So he just has it because he thought he had to have a brain. Uh, And basically what what he determines is a lot of these like internal workings of Swamp Thing are because Alec Holland's consciousness says, oh, I'm supposed to have a skeleton. I'm supposed to have organs. I'm supposed to have skin. And so he created all these things for himself, but they don't actually function because Swamp Thing doesn't need those. Because what happened is Alec Holland dropped down and died at the bottom of that swamp. His consciousness was then absorbed by all the things, the the plant life, the bugs, everything around. And then that biorestorative formula basically gave it form and life. And it took his consciousness and said, okay, cool. Here's a being. Here's a being. And he's like, okay, well, I need a skeleton. You know, here's make a skeleton. it out of wood. Yeah. You make it out of wood. You got an organ. You make tumors and and tubers and all these things and create and eyes a and body nose. Yep. that he thought he needed to have because he was human, but he wasn't. He the whole thing and and through this because Swamp Thing eventually finds this out by reading Woodrow's his notes. File. His file. I read my fi- I read the file. Do you like <laughs> I was it? Say, do you like it? That's one of my favorite scenes. Oh, and Sutherland so is like facing Swamp Thing and he's like, I read the file and he's like, Did you like it? Did you like it? <laughs> And What'd then, you think? and then it goes back to the beginning. Kill me. <laughs> it goes back to the beginning of the entire. Where, he does the full Woodrow. circle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's giving this that opening mirror. Mom. That yep. mirror that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're welcome. That <laughs> to to Wizard preface rules. the question for Ruru in the chat. Uh, similar to iZombie in the absorption, but not in how uh, I believe mm. her name is Liv in iZombie, where she collects the memories from eating the brains. Yeah, this She's is terrible in those Christmas movies, by the way. Yeah, we don't talk about Alan Moore didn't write that one there. No. no. But so this is as the consciousness is absorbed into to all that is the bayou, all that is the green, and thus gives life and being, or gives gives being life. to the green. Sorry. Oh, I just want to be. No. I want to be alive. I stand Swamp Thing. Anyway. You are the Swamp Thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good, you guys. We I don't think we do. We have much more that we can besides going just well, like we love you. We, we could go. Me. We could go book by book, but that's just ridiculous. <sighs> um, yeah, that's just it's just over the top. Um, on top of Anatomy Lesson, I love the issue after it, mm-hmm. where that's the one where Swamp Thing is, is he's rooting himself that's mm-hmm. fruits. and he's fruits. trying to yeah figure out himself. It's the dream sequence, yeah, essentially. Yeah, I love that scene. I yeah. love those two back-to-back. So Al- Alan Moore ends up taking it a, just a, a very, like, like acid trip direction with what all this me? existential... <laughs> I was high. Because um, as Swamp Thing releases himself into the green, he gets to experience all these other things. He gets to experience these other ways of, of seeing the world and consciousness experiencing life. Um, and it would have been enough. He would have been okay with it if... Woodrow had not gotten involved and basically tapped in and started corrupting the green with his own. He was so happy in the green. Yeah, well, it, lack of humanity. Yeah, well, it, it went the way the way he thought 
the green wanted it, but it was a, it was the way the way it a was human like the Lorax. The it was it. like a human trying to be the Lorax. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, okay, cool. And then he just takes it the complete opposite direction because my favorite. It's the thing, Wensler being the Lorax. The, the way he beats him. He he like he he doesn't beat him with his fists. He doesn't beat him, you know, with superior vegetation control. He beats him with a question, and that question is, okay, cool. So you want to wipe out all of humankind and replace mm-hmm. it with just vegetation? You want to bring back a green world? You want to just bring back all this oxygenation? What is going to then take that oxygen and turn it back into the gases that we need in order to live? Beat him with science. That's all he has. And Woodrow's just sitting there. And he's freaked well, out. And then he loses, and he starts to like lose his mind as he feels all the plants now. The green is like, we don't need you. Yeah, we can't like, be no, here. No, we're good. Like you, you, you obviously didn't know what you were the, talking about. The green did this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Interesting. Big guy's got a point, Jason. <laughs> if that is your real name, Beagle. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I feel like we could just go like we could, we just, could, and I could, I could talk about Swamp Thing because like I have, I have all these panels that I screenshotted, and they, I, I, I at first I was like, oh, these will be relevant, and then I'm like, nah, I like that one, nah, I like that one, <laughs> I like that. One of my favorite parts in the anatomy lesson is the fact that that gives him that fresh body mm-hmm. when it, it grows from the husk. That was so stunning. In, in Roots, you notice like he was all, he was very flat. Mm-hmm. He was very flat, and he was very brown and green. And then the I have this image of it, and obviously it, when he was like fresh. Yeah. When he was fresh and he was right like, off the table and he was full yeah, and, and just, like, what I love about Swamp Thing is the way they just showed the growth, the changes in the character, just like the way the seasons would change. Yeah. Which of course they bring up a little you, you it looks like you're changing colors. Yeah, fall's coming. Yeah. yeah fall's on, yeah. Yeah, and then with the fall comes the fear. Um it and actually so good. you love Etrigan and I love Etrigan as well. I love it in this one. The way he talks about how him and Jason Blood have kind of come to mm, an agreement. An agreement, but they yes. haven't. Which is fun because they do it in uh, Justice League Dark. Yeah. They they bring up that, and they also then pay a visit to uh, to uh, you know the Swamp Citizen. Yeah. And one, so one of my favorite things is actually the very end of the the whole the whole uh, volume one. At the very end, it says this story is dedicated with awe and affection mm-hmm. to Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. So Jack Kirby created Etrigan, and Alan Moore loved having him in there. It's one uh, of my favorite. He's one of my favorite. Like not misunderstood, but if you don't know mm-hmm. who he is, it's so fun to even like the sequence to get him to come forward. Yeah. Is if you're gonna so right, if you're gonna like pick up a random comic, and you're like, okay, who is this? Yellow demon wearing short shorts and running. And blue booties, blue <laughs> nice booties shorts. and a cape. Yeah, blue booties, blue red booties shorts and a cape. And, a cape. Uh, and I love the I love that it started with "By demons be driven" and then "By demons be driven" is the last line mm-hmm. of the book as well. Mm. <sighs> it's good. Oh, also, chat. Uh, oh yeah. I believe has a good, great question because we are we excited. So. We are so excited about that. What storyline do you think the TV show is going to do? They're gonna, you know, they're gonna have to, to doing, bring in. They've already said they're doing volume. I want that. Yeah. yeah, but they're they're gonna have to tap in and at least show some of the roots. But can we? Yeah. Well, they they have to. So I think they can they can show that and then go immediately into Alan Moore's into like, saga into him learning about himself. So I think it's gonna be it's a little bit of of roots of the swamp thing and then volume one. Uh, hopefully, um, it's only sticks to like the first maybe two or three issues for roots. It's not terrible, but it stays no it stays king. contained. <laughs> no, monkey king. No, I don't think we need monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. That's actually it's, no. it's one of those. That's one of those. That's actually kind of a not a tough scene. That but that whole Elysium Gardens thing mm-hmm. is because when like they have all these kids who my my wife worked with. She works with special needs kids, and she worked in like a, a private school um, for kids with severe uh, severe autism. And the way they handle the kids, they're like, okay, just roll them just up in mats, in mats and then just sit fine. on them. 
And it's like, yeah. I showed that to my wife and she's just like, no, <laughs> no. But, and I'm sure at the time but, they thought that, they, because a lot of it can be pressure, like pressure can like help it's with a temple, some. You're talking temple grade and yeah, you're talking some her hug machine. Behaviors. It was absolutely fine. But the way they're just like up, roll them all up and then they do it with the them. mattresses because Where, they were running out. Mats? Use a mattress. <laughs> what happens when we run out of mattresses? Get some blankets. It got weird. Um, <laughs> Oh my but yeah, I, I really hope they do because I've already heard it's gonna be creepy. It's gonna fit into Alan Moore's one. Um, yeah, Volume One, which means it's gonna be it's gonna hit those notes. Yes. It's gonna hit what you need. And I really hope, like Asif's brought up, I really yes. hope it goes all the way through to issue thirty-seven through fifty, thirty-seven through fifty, where mm-hmm. Constantine gets involved because Constantine because was created by Alan Moore. Maybe we can get another. <gasps> get me Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan back in there, because that because Constantine was such please, a huge please, part please. of not. Not Swamp Thing discovering any more about his humanity. He was a huge part of Swamp Thing discovering his potential yep. and what the powers that he had. Yep. The more, the deeper he got into the green, realizing how much power and control over the elements that he has. And we, we see that start to grow a little bit in the first volume, but he's still very much like... He's fresh. I punch. <gasps> yeah. Just, just, just imagining... I'm just imagining my own I was going to say he's green, of, but he's fresh too. ...of a Constantine cameo. Just, just... It's a dark setting, and all of a sudden all you see is a lighter. Yeah. Yep. Like, oi, oi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. And all of us would be like, <laughs> just a cigarette lighting up. And when it lights up, you see his hair. You face. you should read it because the, when he when he meets him, it's so Constantine. He's just like, he's like, oh, it took you so long. And you're like, who are you? Like, talk. Like, what are you? You're not allowed to talk to him like that. A lot of green you've got on there. Because at that point, he, his body I think had been destroyed, and he's like regenerating. And Constantine's like, Constantine knows that he can do faster. He knows he's like, you can drop this body and start another body right over there. Like, you can come from. Oh, a so he seed. knows like, already. He oh, knows okay. what Swamp Thing can do. He knows what an avatar of the green can do. See, but this is the potential. The this potential. is this is why you gotta have friends. And low place. Wait, God, no. Just no. please have Matt Ryan. Just please get the cameo. Just please put him in there for a little bit. Do you know how quarterback fan- Matt Ryan? Not that uh, one. No. No. Do you know how British fantastic actor? it would be if <laughs> they did? So they do this. They push out Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. and then DC Universe just happens to drop. It's the mm-hmm. 50th anniversary of mm-hmm. Comic Con this year. Mm-hmm. They happen to drop. Hey, you guys. Mm-hmm. We uh, we know you've been you've been craving it. So Bridget. so. He'd be some Constantine, <laughs> and everyone would just literally, yeah. There would be so much screaming from the boys, not even just Give the me girls. The coat back and the loose tie. Come on. Yeah, and the cigarettes. I want. They're one of. Oh. Constantine's overrated. <gasps> I'm just kidding. So just kidding. <laughs> I saw him. He was got like, the walk off. He, he said it, and he's like, he's like, how long can I hold this before? No, Steve's I'm over here. With a chair. <laughs> oh Jesus! Sorry, microphone. Ah. I'm going to die. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite Constantine stories. It needs to be turned into a movie. It's when he's actually dying from cancer and he convinces three demons to barter for his soul. So, it's great. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. See, oh, that's the open for uh, for Justice League Dark, the animated series. You're coming back? For the animated or uh, Spyro just said Swamp Thing shows up in Legends of Tomorrow. I'd be all about that if he just popped That'd be up, fun. came in, came out. So, table here. the reasons you need to read Swamp Thing Volume 1, we're all going to give some. I'm going to mm. go first. That way you guys can think about it. I so, the artwork, like we already said, it, the artwork feels a little dated, but it, it, it fits it so well. It fits it beautifully. It's, like you said, it's got that hyper detail sometimes and the less detail in others. The artwork and, and, and the writing, it just flows so perfectly, and it's just, it's... 
I love that you don't have you, you have I don't reason, have but the you words. don't have a, the I words. I don't too. have the words because I love it. You are so affectionately in love, love with this. Book. I can't be logical. Yeah, I can't. I can't be like logical so and scientific. Let, like, how about you let, you you let the logical it. people go? Yeah, Maybe? logical people go, and then I go. Oh, are you ready for this? Because you want to know the emoting slash logical person's got this. Read the book. I like a Steve's. It's Steve's and read it. It's fun. Read it's good. So the reasons I think you should read this book, coming from somebody that doesn't like horror, it is the gentlest way to get into a, any type of a horror story. You become affectionately attached to Alec Holland, to the green. It makes you not only question yourself and the existence of humanity in self, but in the environment around you. It makes you more aware. It does have the art styling very much for Neil Gaiman, which I loved because for Sandman, that also wasn't dealing with just humanity, but it was dealing with your conscious, your consciousness in the truest form and what we do to reach our dreams. And in this, it's more I, I'm going to say and I'm not meaning it as a pun. It's more grounded. Oh, there you are there. Put that in the story. So reading this, I'm happy to pick up any other swamp. I might go with with volume two on this. This is how much it's impacted me. And like, I'm not going to go and read, you know, volume two of Redneck. No offense. Love you. You crazies. Redneck? Uh, Southern vampires. Werewolves. Okay. Got it. More uh, horror. Jason Statham. No. No. But it's it's Momoa? worth no. Bateman. it's Bateman? worth the read, and as much as as I could say, the sheer expressions that have been coming out of the dock this evening of exuberance about how much his comrades love this should be enough to get you excited about the book. Aaron's, hmm, Jason Aaron's. Yeah, actually, no, it might it's either Jason Aaron or Jason Latour. Jason Blood. I think it's Jason Latour. Okay, Jason Blood. Just <laughs> worries. Steve's. Why should they read it? Well, I mean, Amy hit just about every point there i was um, trying to be kind so that <laughs> read it <laughs> i've also got a curfew so i'm trying to be a good guy. Yeah, I about to say, yeah we're gonna wrap good intro for horror story alan moore gets deep with the character deeper than i thought it was i mean other than that everything amy said is spot on it, it's definitely something you should read i want to read volume two because i want to see my boy constantine pop exactly. up exactly so. i want more again from coming from a non-horror horror whatever horror horror uh, backgrounds every story like it it builds attention slowly and you get to that point you're like this is mm-hmm. not going to end well and it the tension I, I generally don't emotionally connect with stories in a way that like I can feel my heart rate going when it, it comes to reading does. a book or something like that but does. this one like the monkey king Mm-hmm. Like that get that got me going when the had the the house explode like that kind yeah, of stuff like lock-in. pulled me in. Mm-hmm. Um, so like from just purely a storytelling standpoint, it's going to to pull you in. It's going to get your adrenaline going a little bit. Um, and if it's something you've never picked up before, like if you're not the type of person to read anything of this genre, pick it up because it's it's a great story. It's a good way to to break in and it'll. It'll get you a little a little worked up, and you're going to love it every time. Dear Barry? Hey. Oh, it's good. He's it's, good. Go. it's good. Read a book. It's a good book. Um, I will say that in while being a wonderful introduction to horror, it's also just a good horror book. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not like, a, oh, yeah. oh, I'm just getting my feet wet. Like, oh, no, 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 no. It, right. yeah. it, it treats you just well enough mm-hmm. to where you don't feel like you're being just abused by like yeah. a horror yeah, story. Yeah, exactly. But a, a horror fan could easily pick it up and be like, oh, this, they're not going to say it's tame. They're going to be like, this is good. Yeah. It's... 
it just it takes you in so many ways to so many places. I've I've always loved this book. I will always you love this book. You read it consistently. I read it so often, and it's one of those things where I can I can pitch it to you, but it's it's it, I can't even sometimes explain. I love it. Dave it's Barry. well balanced. It is so well balanced. Yo. It is a fine as everything should be cigar and a lovely steak. You're it's anxious. Welcome. Do you know what else is anxious? Anxious. Anxious. We're pretty anxious. Yeah, we are. You're very welcome. You know why we keep saying we're un- yeah. anxious? No. Why do we keep saying anxious? We're anxious because we have so much content that you can find for us. On oh, it's a segue. <laughs> VK Plus Crusaders. <laughs> Look at that dot. Cam, our home on the internet. It's over there. It's very tiny. This oh, it is very for, tiny. I don't, I like, gotta, I don't, I don't know why it. it's so tiny. I screwed this up, man. I got this. TheCapeLessCrusaders.com. That is our hub on the internet. From there, you can find all of our content, our previous episodes, our D&D streams, Crossover, where Manderson and his brother talk about sports and comics, The Dame Patrol, where Amy and the Dames, Minnie and Stephanie, talk about all things geekery, no gatekeeping allowed, mm-hmm. the Sunday coffee with the Azorian one, where he talks about whatever the heck he wants to on a Sunday season. morning. It's always fun. It's always random. It's uh, our, uh, it's our loose sock. It's our odd sock, <laughs> odd sock drawer. I like it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna call that. I like it. Our website will soon be overhauled because we are now TCC Network, where we have all of these shows, where you can check them all out all the time, uh, and you can also check out our flagship show, this one, oh, the Capeless Crusaders. Hey, so four. The Cable Crusaders. My name is David Barry at DR Barry. I will talk about the sponsors in a second. Bearing <laughs> social media platforms to my right, I am joined by Alan Moore says, Never question my writing. Oh, he doesn't even sound like that at all. <laughs> Alan Moore says, No, he's probably got more of a Cockney <laughs> accent. <laughs> oh, I, I, was it I don't even know. Maybe, maybe you can't understand what I'm saying while I speak. It's the Zorian one, Anthony Steves. Lobbing it over, way over to the left. Oh, all the way In the Spider Verse. I'm going to be in so much trouble. I want to be alive and meet the sun. This is Amy. You can find me at IJ New Robot and bring social media. God help me. Beside me. Hello. I'm Anderson, and also I'm wondering why you always do a stink face when you do a British accent. You can find me on Son of Mander on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you want to talk about the sponsors? Where you doing? Things? Have you seen Alan Moore's face? The sponsors. Empire's Comics Vault, Beard Bomb Brush, The Critical Dice, Empire's Comics Vault, Home Away From Home, Comic Books, Pugs, Hot Sauce, Beard Bomb Brush, mm, Beards, 15% off using mm, the code yes. KBS. Is toy it, the toy drive still going on? Yeah. Yes. Until the 19th. Until the, Until the 19th. 19th, there's a toy drive. He down here at Empire's. Come down. Where? Buy a toy. Donate to the Children's Receiving Home of Sacramento, right here. What's the address? 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. Come down and check that out. You can also, like I said, go to Beard Bomb Brush or Critical Dice. Use the code KPUS to get 15% off of your purchase. So, really quickly, I wanted to read one of my favorite lines. Do it. Hit it. From Roots. Not, not uh, the show. Not, not the series. Day, no. uh, the, the comic book. Um, oh, but Alan Moore. So yeah, he's a wordsmith, <laughs> man. Oh, look at me go. There is a house above the world where the over people gather. There is a man with wings like a bird. There is a man who can see across the planet and ring diamonds from the anthracite. There is a man who moves so fast that his life is an endless gallery of statues. Oh, I love that line. In the house above the world, the over people gather and sit and listen to a dry, mad voice that whispers of earth death. Nice. Alan Moore. Thanks, man. Hey, you're welcome there, sir. No. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for hanging out in the chat. If you're on Twitch, 
Hello. Give us a follow. If you're on YouTube after the fact, like, comment, subscribe. Podcast app, like, comment, subscribe. Do all those things. We love you. Uh, other things. For the Capeless Crusaders, <gasps> good night. Good night. <laughs>